0: It's time for CIBL Biz Tips, bringing you actionable strategies to grow and improve your business. Prepare
1: to become civilized. What's up, Central Illinois? Welcome to CIBL Biz Tips, where we bring you concepts and strategies to grow your Central Illinois business. Today, we have back in the Zoom studio, the owner of Jedco Sales, owner of Peace Lily Metalworks, co-host of short story long podcast and a central Illinois gone worldwide side hustler hustler, Andrew Dozer Dial. Welcome back to the studio, Dozer.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me back.
1: Absolutely. We're we're pumped to dig into some more side hustling tips and tricks in session one. You talked about how you got started, why you got started, how you just kind of dove in and learned as you went. Um, so in this session, let's talk a little bit about some of the tips and tricks that you have for people listening out there that may be wanting to start their side hustle, but don't know some of the questions or some of the things behind the scenes.
2: All right. So I kind of made a list. I got things ready for this because I I didn't want to leave anything out, but my, my first tip would be, um, I guess, as you mentioned the first one, get started. That wasn't on my list, but that's a good one. You know, just, just do it and jump in and you'll figure it out as you go. Uh, but another one is uh, go legitimate. So for a while, some of the things I did, it was under the radar, didn't keep books, um, you know, didn't have insurance, and I felt like i turned down a lot of opportunities because you know you kind of got some imposter syndrome um, you, you don't want to get too big and not be legitimate and get in trouble, you know, it's tax wise or insurance wise and stuff like that. So I feel like, uh, you know, the amount of time I was side hustling and wasn't legitimate, um, you know, I was also hesitant to grow because of the consequences, you know, you, sure, I didn't sure. probably subconsciously didn't want it to turn into a real business when it wasn't a real business. Sure. Sure. Um, And some of those examples of it is obviously for tax reasons, you want to go legitimate. Uh, You can start writing stuff off, like your electricity at your house or part of it, your internet, your cell phones. Um, You know, everybody's scared to keep books and pay taxes, but you know, you're buying this stuff anyway. And you know, you can be legitimate not get in trouble and, you know, write some stuff off as business expenses. Um, another reason to go legitimate, I'd say is, you know, for like government programs, uh, I had a buddy that was doing metal signs too, and he, he wasn't legitimate. And when COVID hit, they gave out PPP money. Oh yeah. Um, and we got a little bit of that, but you know, he didn't get it because technically he wasn't a business. He didn't have a, you know, tax ID number. So he, you know, missed out on that. Uh, another thing would be if you need any business loans financing, you know, you need to be legitimate and have books and and uh, stuff like that. Uh, I would say, you know, get insurance, not, you know, shameless plug for Derek.
1: There we go. I always,
2: <laughs> I always tell Derek, or I guess Garrett, too. But it's, uh, you know, they make it it's too cheap. You can't, you know, not have it. So there you go. Uh, he didn't even pay me to say that.
0: Did he say insurance was uh, cheap?
2: I, I, well, it's like, you know, uh, you could, uh, insure your house for a hundred dollars a month, uh, for three more dollars a month. We can protect it against, uh, you know, hurricanes like I live in Illinois, but you never know. Like, okay. Give me, the, give me the $3 a month hurricane coverage. It's too cheap not to have. So That's how they get you. Hey, you're if hired.
1: They- yep. If you can't tell Andrew's one of my top clients. Easy, easy (laughs) sale. You're
2: a good liar. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I uh I enjoy working with Derek on the insurance stuff, but uh, um, another thing I wanted to talk about, I wanted another thing I wanted to go talk about on being legit is ordering from suppliers. So on the metal business, I was ordering metal and selling it to people who did the same thing I did. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of there's enough to go around. So I didn't really get like defensive and stuff on competitors. I, I always figure it's better to work with your competitors than to you know not be on speaking terms. So I would sell metal and make money to my competitors when they, they could have bought the same metal from the same place I was buying it for a wholesale and, you know, like one of them didn't have the correct, you know, paperwork wasn't, you know, a legitimate business. Another one, I just didn't know, maybe. But uh, that was something that stood out to me, too. If you go legitimate, then, you know, you are you can start buying stuff at wholesale as well.
1: Sure. Yep. <clears throat>
2: uh, and then I guess... My, my second one, you know, everybody always worries about the haters. And that was something that was kind of in my mind, too. And that's a big thing. Everybody might even overuse as haters because, like Grant Cardone says, the haters will do more advertising for you than than yep. the people who like you. Yep. Uh, but, you know, he says to watch out for the, uh, the naysayers, which are people like uh, your wife, your parents, your friends who care about you and will advise you to, you know, not take risks, not hustle, uh, you know, because they care about you. They're worried about you. Most of the time they don't understand what you're doing. I mean, try to explain to your grandparents that you're selling vintage garden tractor parts on the internet. You know, it's just (laughs) not a a good conversation. You know, you should really be putting that money in a savings account, not buying these old junk tractors. Okay. (laughs) grandpa. So, um, that's, that's something I just wanted to point out too. um, you know, I had a lot of people and I worried about it too, about, uh, uh, you know, doing it, what people would say and, and a lot of people, you know, they don't understand. They try to advise you not to do it. And, uh, there's that, uh, there's that saying out there, you know, hustle until your haters ask if you're hiring. Yep, so nice. one, one of my friends would always make fun of me. He called me uh, tractor mafia. <laughs> and, you know, house tractor mafia going you know it's a big joke and uh <laughs> and anyway so eventually he was like after he's seen what i had going on he's like hey i went in on this yeah so <laughs> he ended up helping he ended up helping me you know after a little while so i always give him a hard time about that you know the hustle till your haters ask if you're higher and and uh, it, that actually did so.
1: Nice. If you hadn't have sold the tractor business stuff, that's what you could have named it was Tractor Mafia, LLC.
2: That's right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and someday, you know, knowing what I know now, I think if I would have kept it, I, I think it would have got big as well. Um, sure. And I don't know. I sometimes daydream about going back to that because just because I really enjoyed it. But, uh, sure. you know, you could scale anything. Yeah, nice. So I got but, to ask, uh, and I so kind of started thing. to ask
0: this question in the in the first one. So you you said you were hesitant to kind of do the tractor deal. When it came time to do the metal business or go back to Jedco. were you hesitant to do anything at this point or were you just ready to go ahead? You'd already, uh, you'd already been scared business, the first time.
2: I, I wasn't. At this point, I had realized just not listening to people after yep. listening to... Uh, you know, Gary V, he talks a lot about that. And and if you start, you know, getting into business podcasts, business books and stuff, they all talk about, you know, don't don't listen to people who aren't in the position you don't want to be in. And and that was a kind of a big one. So yeah. For sure. But yeah, I uh well, and that leads me into uh my next one is just always be learning, so be be open to new ideas uh, they, they kind of call like paradigm shifts. One of the books I read called a paradigm shift. So, you know, how you look at the world, uh, you know, changes how, how you operate in it. And, And, you know, just like me realizing that the three or four hours in the afternoon or evening, I was wasting. And, you know, if you work three hours every evening and still have your weekends off, you've worked another half work week against other people. Sure. And, um, you know, I, I had never looked at life like that and, and life is a lot about just how you look at it. The angle you look at stuff, you can look at stuff as a problem or look at it as an opportunity. So I've since, and I know Derek and probably Garrett as well. You guys are probably big fans of, you know, business books and podcasts and, Mm -hmm. and, um, I, uh, I would, I would definitely recommend that. So. Agree. I would I would would start off with like Gary Vee, and then get into uh, you know the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. That kind of gives you a different way to look at things, and uh, just uh, and and business books talk about you know people people. I don't want to read a business book, but really it's a lot of the business books are just how you look at life. Yeah. yeah. And how you view things.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, and for I me, and I think try to surround yourself with those type of people. You know, if you're curious and wanting to start something, if you go talk to five guys that are not going to take a risk, and I shouldn't say just guys, individuals in general, and they're all scared. Now, if you if somebody reached out to you now and, and said, hey, I've been scared. I want to talk to you. Now your perspective is going to change because you can connect that individual with more people like you, right? And you yes. always end up acting like they say the five people that you hang around the most. So if you hang around five people that are negative all the time, that are they're scared to take risk, that are think they're being overworked with their forty-hour work week, you know, that's what you're going to think.
1: Surround mm-hmm. yourself with some different people. It's amazing how your perspective changes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the learning. I know you said always be learning. I will say for me, um, I I guess in my insurance career, I was I was really interested in learning more sales. Until the last few years, I started reading more just business and general books. And I was never a reader before. And I, I've made it a point to read at least 10 pages every single morning of any, you know, any book. Most of it's, you know, business or self-improvement, that type of stuff. But I didn't realize how much I enjoyed learning about, you know, I guess, the topic of business or, you know, building stuff. And so I think for people who don't enjoy learning, if you learn about what you enjoy, that's something that's going to help you, you know, grow. So if you've going back to the side hustle or the business thing, if you've got an idea, learn about that. Learn about building your business around that idea and, and you're going to be more inspired and driven to actually pick up a book or watch a video, you know, make sure you're learning about something that you enjoy learning about. And I think you'll you'll find yourself, you know, for me a year of reading it's it's harder you know in 10 page increments you don't get much but when you look back at the year it's like oh my gosh I just you know I read all these books and I feel I like I can talk more intelligently I guess you would say about certain topics just because I've enjoyed reading about it and I'd say that's a good tip is always what was it ABC always be closed always be learning
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh yes that's right (laughs) And keep an open mind. You know, you may come across an opportunity that a lot of people would just scoff at. And uh that and if you have an open mind and you kind of you know look at it from a different angle, you may see an opportunity in that as well.
1: Sure. Yep. You know, it for may sure. be a good
2: idea. Yep. Um yeah. I just a good example of that is one of my friends had a Airbnb. And uh, well, and they would never, put, they would never advertise it with the company Airbnb because they thought the fees were too much. Well, they ended up deciding to do that after maybe three or four years, and their vacancy rates went way down. And they said even with the fees, they made more money. And you know, he had said he wished he would have been more open-minded about that, um, you know, from the beginning you know, he kind of had a closed mind on fees are too much. And he just never thought about it again. Yeah. And he actually said his his wife uh, is the one that talked him into doing it. And they said, it's been huge. Uh, You get a lot more access to opportunities, too. And, and, um, and resources, I guess I should say. But uh, that was something that stuck out in my mind. Yeah, Uh, for sure. Another big one, it'd be get a mentor, you know, Garrett talked about, Uh, surround yourself with good people and and mentors you know good too because cody helped me out a lot uh, because cw sells used razor parts on the internet and i was selling used tractor parts on the internet and he uh, i you know i i owe him quite a bit for helping me because he he gave me a lot of information i did not have to learn the hard way
1: yeah yeah
2: so you know especially on like the shipping front hey how should i package this so you know you want to package it like that don't ever package it like this um you know i shipped something in a flat rate envelope one time and it was ripped open and gone they just got an empty envelope he's like yeah i could have told you i could have told you not to ship that in an envelope you know it's just you know stuff like that yeah you know he was he was a big help on that
1: nice that is good
2: uh, and like I say these these are more, you know, these are tips if you already have a business or even if you're hustling, this is just kind of overall, but it does help to hustle. Yeah. And uh, you, you know, going back to you know, always be learning in the open mind, uh, there's a big difference between working somewhere and owning it. I noticed sure. too. So mm-hmm. originally when I was working at Jedco, you know, the only care I had was selling. And then you go start your own business, and now all of a sudden your HR, your you know, you're marketing, you're the salesman, you're production manager, you're everything. You're the janitor, you're cleaning the toilets, and <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's a lot when you go out on your own, and it's, it's overwhelming. So it's, it's really good to, uh, I would say, always be learning about that kind of stuff to help kind of shift your mental state. And another thing would be uh, I started, like, going to the gym and working out because you know they say that helps you know the word out there is like mental toughness Uh and you definitely need a lot of that when you go out on your own because it's like say when i quit and started doing the metal thing daily i was like what did i do like what (laughs) did i do and you know it's you gotta kind of be tough sometimes to get through it you know it's you hear all these people talk about side hustling how great it is but it is it does have its moments and sometimes you have more of the tough moments than the good moments. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, working out, making yourself work out is, you know, the mental toughness thing, like Andy Frazella, um, has a bunch of podcasts yep. on mental toughness, and uh, you know I listen to a lot of Andy, and that you know it makes a lot of a lot of sense. You know the, the main thing he talked about I don't even know how to the voice in your mind. I won't I won't say what he actually calls it, but
0: <laughs> yeah. the voice in your <laughs> right. mind
2: is is the biggest thing you fight because you well I should probably hire somebody. Oh no, the economy is going to go down. You know you can't afford them you know, what if you get slow, you know, you, you'll you talk yourself out of something before somebody else will.
1: Mm-hmm. So yep.
2: it's, you know, really good to, uh, recognize that and, uh, and, uh, decide if you're actually have legitimate concerns or if you're just, uh, um, just being scared, I guess.
0: Yeah. 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 Joe Rogan is another one that talks about the working out a lot, you know, as far as if you get up and do it in the morning like that, nobody wants to get up and work out. And he's like all these people on social media that work out to put their videos. He goes, I can tell you, they don't want to get up to work out either, but it's doing that one thing in the morning that you don't want to do. And then it makes everything else easier because you already accomplished one thing. You didn't want to work out and you did it right. Right. So it just makes the rest of the day easier because you've accomplished something
2: right and
0: it's
2: you know it's about doing things you know need to be done and that's a lot of life and a lot of business is doing things you don't want to do but they have to be done
1: yeah Yeah, that's for sure
2: so one one other tip I have real quick too is once you get in your business uh, I found myself possibly addicted to side hustling (laughs) so you start getting your own business and then you want to do something else to side hustle and I would just once you get into what you're doing and you're working for yourself, I'd recommend maybe try and you definitely still want to hustle, but maybe not sign hustle yourself. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of, once you get into it, uh, focus is a big deal. And um, you know, I, when I was doing the metal thing, I still tried to buy a tractor here and there and it's, you know, you're leaving work to go get a tractor because it's a deal. And you're like, well, maybe this is not a good idea so that's something i would tell people to watch out for because once you get into it it may be hard to kind of turn it off and and like say you definitely always want to be hustling just try not to maybe side hustle yourself
0: <laughs> side hustle to side
1: hustle
2: yeah that's right so i'm i'm possibly guilty of it so <laughs> I was figure out give a heads up on that
1: there you go live and learn uh, nice well that's a pretty good one yeah,
2: that's about all I got. So. Okay.
1: Well, I I'd say if someone didn't take anything from this one, then they don't have a pulse. So <laughs> we'll, um, a, nuggets. Few, a few last things dozer. So we mentioned in your intro, you are a co-host of the short story long podcast, and you talk a little bit about hustling on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about that and where they can find you.
2: So, uh, my friend Sam and I started a podcast as his idea, but our mission statement is to share the work and play of Midwestern millennials. Okay. So we talk a lot about, uh, we're kind of car guys, but he's a salesman. I'm a salesman. Uh, you know, we do side hustle and stuff. So we have some episodes on, you know, Jeeps and razors and muscle cars, Uh, We have a couple episodes on like how to buy and sell stuff off of Facebook marketplace. Oh, cool. Uh, Just kind of a mixture between, um, you know, knowledge and entertainment, I suppose. So you can find us. uh, He's got us about everywhere. Cool. I think we're on you. We're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Um, uh, There's another one he said we just got on. So it's, it's out there quite a bit. So it's the short story long.
0: Nice. Because
2: yep, Sam's known for uh turning a short story into a really long story. So (laughs) that's what
1: we went with. Nice. I like the name. So before we jump off of here, dozer, any last piece of advice if you could go back in time and you know tell your younger self something to to you now, or you as you're wanting to jump into something, what would you tell yourself and what would you tell the followers?
2: Oh, if I had to go back and just talk to myself or anybody who's just getting out of college or just getting out of high school would be hustle in your 20s i know a lot of people like to party and have fun and you can still do that but when you're in your 20s you got more energy you don't have children to be responsible well you know some people might but like me i didn't have kids for for part of my 20s um i had some friends i have quite I'm, i'm fortunate to have quite a few successful friends and they did hustle in their 20s and they're you know notably farther ahead of me and will be you know for the rest of their life probably as long as they don't you know something bad doesn't happen and uh, that's maybe one of my biggest regrets and advice I would give is is you know hustle while you're young and you have energy and and less responsibility you know when you're younger and just hit it hard. Then when you get to your, you know, late thirties, forties, fifties, maybe you're not staying up till midnight every night.
1: (laughs) Nice. I like, but you know,
2: and and I'd also say, you know, the big thing is, is if you're later in life, uh, 40, 50, 60, even 70, that, you know, it is not too late to start either. So didn't the the Colonel Sanders started KFC chicken in his seventies. So
1: that, and, and if you ever taste the chicken, he did, he did the right thing. It was worth
2: That's
1: it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So um, if anybody wants to learn more about your businesses that are still going, so Jedco and Peace Lily, where can they find information about those two businesses?
2: So Jedco is uh, jedcosales.com. And we are on Facebook as well. And then Peace Lily is peacelilyonline.com. And uh, that is on Facebook as well. And then uh, we've since kind of started getting into the LinkedIn game. So there we go. Um, there we go. Me and my wife, Lauren and some of our people that work are on LinkedIn as well.
1: Great. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it.
2: I appreciate you having me on.
1: Absolutely. Right, Take care. care. Yep. For all you listeners, you. make sure you're subscribing to the CIBL podcast and your favorite podcast platform. While you're there, please give us a quick review. You can find us on social media as well, mainly LinkedIn and Facebook. You can connect with Garrett and I personally there as well. Until next time, y'all been civilized. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode
1: of the Central
0: Illinois Business Leaders Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash C-I-B-L podcast. You can also follow us on LinkedIn don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review it's the
2: civilized thing to do